Welcome to the Let's Talk BS podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Sophia, and we're coming to you live from the... 757. Good morning, Brian. Hey, good morning, Sophia. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. That's doing good. Doing pretty good. That's good. That's good. That's good. It's Friday. You it's know? Friday. Oh, goodness. <laughs> it's been a long week. Yeah, it has. It has. It I'm... has been a long week. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, you know, this is like the last week. Uh, Christmas is next Sunday, mm-hmm. um, but I felt like there was a lot of things I said, hey, I want to get accomplished this week, you know, work-wise and personally. So next week is kind of like I can just kind of enjoy, you know, relax. I still got some work stuff going on next week, but just wanted to kind of like ease into the holiday and really enjoy myself. Yeah. You know, my kids, they uh, their school today is their last day. Uh, of school so they get out of school today and they won't go back until the new year so um you know it's going to be a little bit chaotic in the household you know with me still kind of juggling a couple things next week and that was why i want to try to get a lot accomplished this week yeah Yeah. my son it was funny this morning he was getting ready uh for school um he was telling me that they have like this big i guess scavenger hunt um for school this week so he's looking forward to to that so you know we'll see uh see what he ends up getting you know he says he wanted to play with it i guess whatever he gets when he gets home i don't know if it's gonna be candy you know i don't know they brought home an ornament the other day you know with him on the as a, a head on a snowman which was funny so we put that <laughs> on the tree the other night so you know we'll see we'll see what happens that's you know? cute yeah. i remember when maya used to do that type of stuff they oh, yeah. i have one on one of my christmas trees it's a a snowflake with her picture in the middle oh wow okay yeah yeah so yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm trying to do the same thing. It's funny because this morning, um, the director of the daycare that my son goes to, she she said, "Hey, are you you know is Carter coming to daycare like during the holiday break?" And I thought about it, and I was like, you know what, I I haven't used my free week all year because at my daycare you get a free week. They call Uh, it a vacation week, so you can use it. Technically, if you go on vacation, yeah, they allow you to go ahead and utilize it because they know that families like to take vacations. So they always, every year, every calendar year, they give you a free week. Okay. But I've never used it. Okay. Ever. <laughs> so I was like. So when you say free week, that means. Like, I don't they, have to pay tuition okay. for a week. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I kind of figured I would just, just make it sure. So they, so they'll, they'll watch your child still. No, you don't, they don't watch them. Oh, it's it's because because at my at my daycare, whether the kid goes or not, you you pay. pay. Correct. So you can pull your child out to actually take the vacation and not pay. Yeah. Okay. So I I told her, I was like, you know what? I'll take advantage of that on the last week. So I'm actually going to pull out Carter from December 26th until that new year. Yeah. Okay. When everybody goes back. Okay. Now, will I have 30 more new gray hairs and, you know. (laughs) A little more crazy going on, yes, but I save money. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> yeah, it's always always good saving a couple of dollars, especially around this time of the year. There's normally when folks spend a lot of it, so it's always exactly. good to be able exactly. to save a couple of dollars here and there. Now, this week has been especially uh, tough for me because I've been doing my 15-day challenge. And, guys, I've been getting challenge. up. 15-day challenge, what is that? Uh, I've been getting up, going to the gym. I want to do it for 15 days. Well, let me take that back. I don't have to go to the gym for 15 days but i do have to work out every day for 15 days okay and so today is day five today wasn't that bad yesterday was my hump day yesterday was the day where i was like you know what i've had enough (laughs) i'm almost done but today was good tomorrow and sunday i'll definitely work out and i'm gonna do it for 15 days straight okay and then hopefully i'll build up a routine 
to where you know I'll start going and doing going back to normal where you do your three, four, five days a week. Yeah, yeah. I think and they say if you do something like work out like fourteen days, I think it is. It's uh, it's a certain amount of time that you you do it consistently. It becomes habit, right? Correct. Yeah. So so hopefully, yeah. I guess during this time frame, like you said, it'll uh, it'll become habit. You'll get used to it. Um, you know, and that, that'd be dope. Are you like changing anything with your diet as well? Or are you just yes. working out? Yes. So. Are? I'm changing things to my diet, so I don't eat past seven. Um, I try to drink close to a gallon of water a day. Okay. I eat healthier meals, so no fast food, no processed food to a certain extent. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I can't think of right off the top of my head, but none of your chips, none of your, you know, noodles, you know, just snacks, I guess you can noodles say. Noodles None of that stuff. <laughs> ramen. Uh, you're right. Um, I still, you know, dabble in some ramen. Those were my college <laughs> treats, but, you know, <laughs> it's embedded in me. <laughs> I see. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so none of that stuff. Um, uh, five meals a day. Oh, five. Okay. Yep. That's what's up. So it, 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 that's but, one of my problems. I don't eat like, well, I ain't gonna say it's not a problem, but, but I don't eat But it's small for me. Yeah. So like in the morning, I'll do right after my workout. So I go to the gym early in the morning. I go to the gym at five. Well, I'm at the gym at five for the most part. You're at so the I, gym at five? Yes. Oh, wow. So I can be home by six to put my daughter on the bus by seven. Gotcha. Yeah. Jeez. So, so when I come home, I make a protein shake. I'll probably eat breakfast once everybody's out the house, like around 9, before my 9.30 meeting. I'll, mm. I'll grab some breakfast. About 11, 12, I'll eat lunch. About 3, I'll have a snack. And then by 6, I eat dinner. And then if I'm, like, crazy, ridiculous, hungry, which that hasn't happened yet, mm-hmm. I will definitely eat, like, an apple or something very, very light. And then I also bought some almonds in between time, just in case I get, like, that that hunger hungry. fix. But yeah. The the water has been doing it for me. So if I drink all that water, I don't even feel hungry. Yeah, they say. Um, and I'm also, still... I have coffee. I mean, not that I can't. I'm not going to Starbucks anymore, but okay. yeah. So you make your own coffee now. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I um, I go to the gym myself. Um, I get there at five thirty. Uh, me and my buddy, we work out typically about three, three to four times a week. We'll go to the gym, and it's tough. Like. I mean, it's become habit. We've been doing it for so long now that it's, it's normal. Like, my body wake up pretty much every morning at 4.45. I don't even have to set an alarm clock or nothing like that. It's just my body knows it's, hey, it's time to get up and get going. But actually, that extra 30 minutes I need. So I couldn't imagine, like, actually working out at 5. Like, that 5 to 5.30 is the time I normally, like, start to, you know, get ready and start going. So more power, more power to you. But they did say, I, I remember reading or just hearing, like, as far as diet goes, if you just like drink water all the time with all your meals, right? So never drink calories is what they say. So no, don't drink sodas, juices, or anything Correct. like that. And then if you just always eat real food, yeah. right? So like you mentioned, like cut out, you know, sometimes like, you know, we snack on like, you know, potato chips, chips and, and, yeah. and, you know, little stuff or just even like those like bars and stuff like that. I, I know sometimes people, you know, you get the healthy bars, but that's not real food. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you just literally eat real I food. I attempted to eat one of those the other day and I think I got two bites in and I was like, yeah, this is not for me. Can I have some chicken and spinach, please? Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't for me. I think it, I can't remember. My kids remember. love that stuff, man. They love like the little bars and stuff like that. They, they, yeah. they. And I used to eat a lot of those, too. My kids but don't eat that stuff. They don't eat that stuff, They don't yeah. eat Pop-Tarts, none of that stuff. Yeah, my kids don't eat Pop-Tarts, though. They like little, like, 
I mean, they're healthy bars, but, you know, nope. like little, like, you know, cherry and strawberry Carter doesn't and like chocolate. He don't like cake. Oh, he's not a kid. He don't like, he he don't, don't like chocolate he and don't, cake. He don't care for what? ice cream. If he eats ice cream, he likes um, the stuff at, uh, what's that place called? Um, Sweet Frog? Frozen yogurt. Frozen yogurt, okay. Yeah, yeah he'll yeah. he'll yeah. eat that. Like that too. Yeah. And, and, and even with that, nine times out of ten, He'll just eat the toppings off of it and leave the ice cream. The ice cream part, that's why. He's a candy kid. Like, okay. he likes the Skittles and stuff like that. But but all the other stuff, and even with donuts, let's say I buy some donuts, he will only eat glaze. Dang. He ain't messing with nothing else. Dang. That's crazy. <laughs> like, he, that, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, I don't have to worry about, you yeah. know, him... You know, eating all those snacks and what well, candy? Does, candy ain't that great as either, though. Candy but I mean, how often do I have candy in the house? Yeah, I guess. I I'm, don't, know. I, I, mean, I don't know too many people that go to the to the store just to buy bags of candy. Like, yeah, you might get some fruit snacks and some bars and stuff like that, but yeah, just here and there. Yeah, yeah but true. to I go and get bags of candy, I don't go. I don't even touch the candy aisle. We we skipped that one in the grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. So that's good. So more power to you. On your, uh, like you said, your 15-day challenge, mm-hmm. right, to yourself. So that's yep. cool. Um, you know, the more, more more power to you. What else and was Challenge your... yourself. I mean, it don't have to be just mine. I challenge y'all, whoever's listening. Yeah. Do Complete a challenge within yourself. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to start off with 15 days. Maybe you start off with seven days. Whatever can get you going. Yeah. Definitely do it because it's all about your mindset. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. So what else you got? What else? Uh, Happened this week. Uh, so Carter had his recital, his Christmas recital. Okay. It was hilarious. How'd this that dude, go? he didn't want to sing. <laughs> he was over there talking about some. I want my mommy. Oh, he did. I want my mommy. <laughs> I was like, just I might sing. need to have him meet Nile and, right? and like learn Nile. Yes. Nile was like, you know, he was he was, you know, he was performing. So yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Listen, he he needs to take some tips for now because he was up there biting his sweater, just oh, looking around like I don't know the song. And then he then his teacher came up to me afterwards and was like, uh, yeah, he looked back at me and said, I don't know the words to this song. <laughs> I said he didn't even know how to fake it till he made it. I was like, oh my gosh. That's um, funny. And then uh, what else did we do? We. Oh, the school board, they had their meeting about that uh, school in Chesapeake that um, was allowing the Satan. Oh, yeah. I saw that on the news, actually. Yeah. So I was watching. So it's um, been postponed. They've actually, like, stopped it from happening so far. Um, They have not decisioned it. They just basically said that it's, as of right now, it's not passing the minimum requires to be able to do it. Okay. Um, But... I mean, it doesn't mean that it won't happen. Yeah. They're just postponing it as much as they can. Yeah, I was, it was, a, I think it was, it was, yeah, you're right. It was early this week. I was watching um, the news because typically, like, we're in the kitchen, like, getting dinner ready. Like, the mm-hmm. news will be on. We have cartoons on for the kids. So we had the news on in the background. And I remember seeing, like, a woman talking about that. And she was outside, I guess, of the meeting. And it was, like, a lot of people. Like, it was, like, a, it was right, there was a line wrapped right around the building. I didn't see like inside of it, but it was like a lot of people trying to get into the meeting. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, a lot of that was a big lot thing. of folks here. Yeah, a lot of folks wanted to be heard and let them know how they felt about what was going mm-hmm. on. So yeah, yep. so that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. So anything how else? Was, Go ahead. How was your home buying seminar? Oh yeah, that's right. So this past weekend we had the home buying seminar. Uh, me and a, uh, an agent I work with, um, you know, and also he had a, a credit specialist came as well. Mm-hmm. So we kind of hit the areas of real estate, mortgage, and then, uh, you know, repairing your credit or, you know, things or just being able to understand how your credit, 
you know, can be utilized. So mm-hmm. it was good. I mean, we probably had, I would say maybe like nine or 10 folks come out. Um, you know, we had about nine or 10 res- uh, RSVP. So I think pretty much everybody who RSVP came. Um, it was good. I mean, we had a lot of people had a lot of questions. I mean, it lasted about two hours. Uh, we have food catered. Um, you know, a lot of good questions about things that, you know, it's funny, we discussed some of those things on the podcast here. So, um, you know, it was good just to kind of educate some folks and a lot of folks who have goals of, you know, becoming a homeowner. I think there was one person in the class that said they have owned a home before, yeah. uh, but all of them, you know, were currently renting or, or you know, not owning a home right now. Right. So they, that was a goal that all of them said they wanted to do was own a home in 2023. So, And you um, probably got a lot of people to show up because you had that credit repair specialist there. I mean, yeah, that's huge. Yeah, she had, yeah, she, she obviously spoke the longest uh, she had the <laughs> yeah. most, the, the most questions were asked to yep. her. Um, you know, I actually had a lot of questions too. It was funny. The guy I mean, that, lending and credit is like yeah, the, big, the, the two biggest things. I mean, finding a house is the fun part. Correct. You know? Correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah. So she, she definitely, um, you know, shed a lot of light on a lot of things that a lot of folks had questions for. Um, so it was cool. And home buying seminar, like I said, is I love, you know, it's my passion, you know, as far as helping folks buy houses and educating folks about home ownership and how to how to, you know, actually accomplish it. So it was pretty cool kind of, you know, going over those things with folks. And uh, like I said, I'm looking forward to helping some more folks this year and also, you know, starting off next year in 2023 buying some homes, man. So home buying seminar was really well, went really well. Yeah, I had a home buying seminar that morning of yours. Yeah. Um, Only two people showed up to mine, but two was enough because yeah. one of them buy is still a, a success. Yeah. Um, one of them, uh, basically, she was a, she had purchased before, but she had done it like 20 years prior. Okay. So, I mean, in the eye of, you know, everyone, that's yeah, she's yeah. still a first-time home buyer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I had another lady who pretty much had issues with, like, uh, probate. So, okay. yeah. But outside of that, I mean, it still was, you know, good. We got to have good conversations. They got a lot of their questions answered. So, okay. it, was a, it was a good time. We catered food as well. Okay. And then our partner, Laura, she had her um, home buying seminar. I don't recall how many people showed up to hers. Hers was on the other side of the water, but mm-hmm. I mean, we basically had a series, so that was real good. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah everyone, everyone definitely was uh, was active Saturday, you know, trying to educate folks and let them know, you know, as far as what it takes to become a homeowner. So it was cool. And then that led you right into so how how was that like working that day, kind of doing the home buying seminar, what doing whatever errands you got to do on Saturdays because usually, you know, yeah, we utilize Saturdays, the kids and, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then. Um, you guys went out to the Christmas party. How was it? Yeah, Christmas party. Yeah, so went to Onyx. My buddy uh, Cavell. I know he was on a previous episode. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a broker here locally in the Hampton Roads area, real estate broker. Um, every year they've been do, uh, that he's had his organization. They've been um, they've been having a Christmas party, and it's always a good time. You know, everybody gets dressed up. Um, you know, eat good food, drink, have a good time. So it was cool. I mean, he had it uh, this year. He had it at the Sherrington in downtown Norfolk. The what? Sherrington. Sherrington. Are you, what? Am I saying the it right? what? Oh, you, am I saying it wrong? <laughs> the, the what? Say it again. Sherrington. Sherrington. Oh, okay. That's what you said the first time. Okay. All right. Excuse me. My bad. I didn't know I was in speech class, too. No, no, no. But, yeah, so it was at a hotel in downtown Norfolk. And it was cool. It was really, really cool. Brooke and I. Um, you know, we went together, obviously her mother watched the kids for us. Um, so we rolled out, um, you know, we, it was from, I think it was from six to 10, but we didn't get, we didn't get there until like seven ish, Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. And actually surprisingly, the food was pretty good. Like, um, the last event that we went to, 
was at another hotel in the same area and the food was 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 terrible so this food was actually really really good i was surprised i was expecting because it's you know hotel food yeah i was expecting it not to be the greatest but it was actually really really good so okay. we had some good food had some good drinks um like i said my buddy cavell he always puts on a good time you know, you had everybody dancing. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a, he's a Caribbean guy, so he had, you know, had the music that got you out of your seat, moving around and grooving a little bit. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we had a really, really yeah. good time after. It was really cold that night. Um, and we had that. It was crazy because there was a lot of other people, who, I think just because of that weekend being, you know, pretty close to Christmas and this weekend kind of being the weekend everybody's doing their last-minute Christmas stuff and maybe going out of town or traveling. Um, there was a lot of other Christmas parties, a lot of other parties going on, like in yeah. that same hotel, in that same area. So traffic was crazy we had to park like i mean almost Fine. a mile away so we had to yeah. walk um, a pretty far distance and to you get got there. your steps in that night yeah yeah i got my <laughs> got my steps in um you know brooke obviously she was uh you know i tried to make sure she was good yeah. you know because of uh because of how cold it was but um we had she a good time she, brooke walked a mile in heels did she wear heels that yeah night? she wore heels yeah. yeah, she did. Yeah. Kudos to her. Yeah, I offered to drop her off at the front, but you know, I, she wanted to be with me. You know, obviously it was a lot going on, so yeah. I just wanted to make sure that uh, you know, she was good there. So um, yeah, we tried to valet too, and the whole valet situation was terrible. Man. Yeah. That, was, that whole situation was was stupid. They but anyway, probably weren't prepared. Yeah, for that I don't think they was prepared for that yeah. exactly. I agree. Yeah. I don't think they had enough places to put the cars. Yeah. To be honest, by the time we got there, so yeah, yeah that it was pretty sense. crazy. But um, sometimes but yeah. valet can be like that. Correct. Yeah, but it was cool. Like I said, we um. Went there and we left around like nine fifteen. I think they gave out all the awards and kind of everybody was just kind of like you know finishing out the event. Um, and so we end up going to Luce. Luce is a spot that we like a lot. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm familiar. Yeah, familiar. Yeah, I know you, you've mentioned a couple <laughs> times. I know you like the the newest one that. Uh, yeah, I like the, the one near in Chesapeake. Chesapeake. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like yeah. I like that one too. Um, I've been pretty. there once. I haven't been to the one in Norfolk. Oh, you haven't? Okay. No. Yeah, the one in Norfolk. Um, it's, it's a lot different. So, obviously, with you being in the one in Chesapeake, it's a lot different than the one in Norfolk. Norfolk one is a lot, a lot more intimate. It's like maybe 15 people can be in there at one time. Like, it's really, really small. It has, like, a bar and, like, maybe uh, four place, four to five places for you to sit at. Yeah. Um, so, it's very, very intimate, very small. I mean, it's all been, because of that, it's always packed. I mean, you, yeah. you can never, like, literally, they open up at 5 o'clock. By 5, 10, 5, 15, it's I mean, you, packed, you, you yeah. can't, you, you have to wait. So, did you have, re- oh, you said, did, did you have, y'all couldn't have reservations? No, nah, no, nah, that was just kind of like, we were, we left, we had, you know, we, as I'm pretty sure folks that uh, get babysitters, you know, to watch their kids, especially Brooke's mother, she stayed at our house that night, so she was pretty much a, a overnight or all-night babysitter, so we try to take oh, advantage of that. Okay. So, yeah. after the, um, after the Christmas event, the Christmas party, we were trying to figure out maybe something still to do because it was, yeah. I was pretty young yeah. still, you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm an early guy, but yeah, nine. Quality time. Yeah, yeah, nine o'clock. That's still pretty early. So we um we ended up going over there. We had to wait for like, say about 10, 15 minutes. So it wasn't too terrible. We kind of sat mm-hmm. there and just talked for a little bit. And then um we got seated. We actually got seated at the bar and we had some food and some drinks. So it was cool. Like I said, we had a had a good time. Got back home probably around 11-ish, right at that perfect time for me, you know, to get home when I have a night out. Um. But yeah, it was cool. You sound old. That yeah. perfect time. Yeah, it is, man. Like that's that perfect time where, like, you know, what? what I'm saying, like, I can't, I can't do the the two, three o'clock in the mornings. No, nah, I, I can't. Built for I that. can't do I ain't two or three. That. So eleven o'clock, Not like, no more. I go out, you know, maybe leave around seven, eight ish. You know what I mean? Three, four hours I got in me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. that's normally about. About, about that time, so yeah, that so we had a sense. yeah, so we had a good time, man. Saturday was make dope. sure you don't lose your glass slipper. My glass slipper, <laughs> Cinderella. <laughs> my glass boot. I don't wear no slippers. No, I, my glass boot. Your glass boot. Yeah, yeah. Carriage um, don't turn into an orange. I mean, into a pumpkin. <laughs> you silly man. 
you silly man. But yeah, yeah, so Saturday was cool, and then Sunday was uh, was fun too, man. We just kind of relaxed, but uh, we actually had family pictures on Sunday as well, so that was cool. Yeah. Uh, we haven't had pictures. Well, we took pictures last last Christmas. Yeah. Um, but you know this I one need really. I to take pictures. You know, I haven't yeah. done them in like a couple since Carter was a baby. Baby. Yeah. 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 I I had actually scheduled pictures um in November of 2020. November of 2020 mm-hmm. and we were doing outdoor pictures. Mm-hmm. And it rained. Mm-hmm. And so my photographer was like, "Hey, I don't think today is a good day to go yeah. out there. She was like, the leaves aren't going to look as pretty when it, when they're wet. Correct. And it just so happened that um, at that time, my dad wasn't doing too well. So mm-hmm. I actually had to fly out the very next day after the pictures to go and take care of him because he ended up passing away in that ja- that January. Yeah. But... We I haven't took pictures since, or even like thought about putting it back on a calendar. I guess it's like a like yeah. a bad yeah yeah because of what happened <laughs> yeah. around that last time you yeah. were trying to do it. I, the sentiment there is yeah. just like, eh, do I really want to go do this? <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I hear you. I yeah, hear you I was supposed to take them, but I'll, I you know, we'll we'll get there. Yeah, we yeah, got get, we got iPhones. There. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you get there, man. It was it was cool. Like they did. Uh, Brooke had set everything up, and it, I guess it's this new thing, like a mini shoot, I think is what it's called, mm-hmm. where you literally show up, and we went, it was like, it was uh, it was outside, what we did was outside as well, mm-hmm. and she had like a spot set up, like right between like this like trees area, which was like, it, it made for nice scenery, okay. and um, it, we literally were there for 10 minutes, and so she snapped <laughs> like 50 pictures in 10 minutes. In 10 minutes. Yeah, you know, all different. It was, you know, me and Brooke, me, all us with the kids, you know, the, you know, me and my son, me and my daughter. Like, it was just kind of different image, different um, poses or whatever. It was it was pretty cool, but it was crazy. My, uh, Niall, man, my son, you know, he, was, he wasn't trying to smile, you know what I mean? So the lady kept telling him to try to smile, and so I had to, like, I told Niall, I said, hey, man, if you smile, I'll give you a donut. And he said... He started smiling so so hard or whatever. I'm like, and so he like he actually smiled so hard his his top lip was like you couldn't even see it no more. You know what I'm saying? And so and then so he I mean it was funny man. It's just funny how my son is man. And then like so as soon as we were over, he's like, Daddy, can we, are we gonna get donuts? Right? We're gonna go get donuts. So you know I hooked him up with some uh, some Krispy Kreme donuts after the fact, man. But it was it was it was cool, man. I, I I love stuff like that, man. I'm a big family guy, so that was uh that was pretty cool, man. We had some images, man, for the from the kids and from the family. That was that was dope. It was really cool. Yeah, so uh, speaking of pictures, I don't know if you saw um, our, uh, well, Emily Farley, what's her? What, what? Yeah, Emily, um, yeah, she yeah, she's the, the president chief. Yeah, president of the company. Yeah, yeah president. Yeah. She posted a picture of all of us. We took, uh, um, like, basically like a group picture because we had our white, white annual white elephant um, gift exchange yeah. on Tuesday? Tuesday, yeah, it was Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, she posted a picture of us all online, but uh, it was funny because, let me tell you, Every gift that I got, it got stolen during this white that elephant. That is true. That is true. I, feel like you, I think you were the one that probably had to get up and get gifts. The most. Than most everybody, right? Everybody yeah. wanted my gift. Every every gift that I picked out, it was just like. And you went early, though. That's normally how it happens when somebody yes. gets. What number did you? What number I was number you? two. Number three, two. Two, three, two or three. Two or three. Something like that. But every gift, the first gift I got was some, some crunchy water. <laughs> I didn't even know what that was. But somebody <laughs> actually loved it and was like, I want it. They did. So then the second gift was like some vodka, some Tito's, which is my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was kind of upset about that one. Somebody then the third that, yeah, gift yeah. was a Target gift card and, and some flowers, which, again, fan of Target. Yeah. They took that one. And I ended up with a candle and a, um, 
I can't remember where that last gift card came from. I, was it? I don't even know. I, no, it was Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I gave it to Brian because, yeah, I'm not going to eat that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a Dunkin' Donuts right. I, told us, I did tell you there was a Dunkin' Donuts right by our house. So I appreciate that. Yeah. So I know Brooke, sometimes she gets coffee from there or, like, the kids would, like, on a on a random Sunday or something. Like, yep. we'll go get, like, donuts or some, you know, something from there, muffins or something like that. So. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, my kid, like I, I said this earlier, my kids, they very specific. The donut thing, they yeah. won't eat it. Yeah. Now, they'll eat some duck donut and they'll, it, but Carter won't eat duck donuts. He won't eat. Interesting. No. Oh, yeah, no. Donuts is fire. I like donuts. I gave him, I gave him a donut when we went to the Norfolk Botanical Gardens. He held that thing for like, <laughs> <laughs> he never took a bite of it. I took a picture with it. It was wow. all cute. He never ate the donut. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. He's got his particular way of what he, he likes. He will so not eat the donut. And it. I tried to give him, a, I ordered a plain one. Okay. You know, for him. Nope. He was like, ugh. ugh. I was like, what? It's a donut. Like, what kid don't yeah. like sugar? Yeah. But, yeah, so. And we're, we're yeah, we won't ever go to Dunkin'. I so. got you. Yeah, I, I but the candle, getting, the candle was nice. I like the candle. That's what you, did you end up finishing it with a candle, the candle and the gift card? It was okay. a, uh, yep. It was a candle and a, you know, and the Dunkin' Donuts. So the candle I actually have in my house. I, I'm, I'm a candle person. I like candles. So okay. Yeah, it was a really nice candle. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I end up. Uh, so you know, obviously with the white elephant, it's better for your number to be one of your one of the last numbers because yes. you can pretty much pick. Whoever's, Whatever you want, yes. as long as it's not dead. So that's yeah, as long as thing. you haven't been, yeah, as long as that yeah. person hasn't been picked, I think multiple times. Twice. That was a rule that I know it could, it could be different for different folks who had to play it or whatever. But yeah, um, but so yeah, here so, basically, if if you instead of picking a gift from the the pile, if you steal someone gifts and someone's gift and it's been stolen twice, we we count it as dead. So it can't be stolen anymore because then that'll just continue the game yeah, on and yeah, on and on, on and on so yeah. that's just one way of kind of like getting through it so um so yeah 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 so yeah. i i ended up being i think it was like maybe right right around 20 of us that were playing and my number was 18 so i was one of the very <laughs> last ones so I what was did able, you get <laughs> i ended up getting beer nuts so it's basically like this oh, big yeah. bag of trail i didn't know mix. what that was yeah it's yeah. basically this big bag of trail mix and then I also within that it was um, a Moscow Mule drink kit, and then it was a uh, scratch off, like a you know a regular scratch off. Did you win? Lottery ticket. No, I didn't. Win. Oh, yeah, I actually, yeah, I actually scratch. Well, no, I think yeah, Brooke actually scratched it off, and oh, she told okay. me that she it didn't we didn't win anything on it. But the Darn. beer nuts, I'm always like, for me, you know, I like to have my nice little cocktail, especially on the weekends. Um, I'll pour myself a cocktail, and sometimes I like to like snack on something while I'm having my cocktail. Um, and so I always be like, damn, I'd be thinking, I'd be looking in the, in the pantry and I'm looking like, damn, I got really nothing I can snack on. Cause we don't really have very much snacks, just like stuff for the kids. Um, and so like the beer nuts is like perfect. Cause I like trail mix, you know, a little bit here yeah. and there, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So uh, that's something I can kind of snack on while I'm just kind of relaxing, chilling or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that, that, worked, that worked. That's why I, I stole, I think I, yeah, I stole that from somebody. It wasn't, I didn't actually go up and grab a gift. I actually stole that from somebody. And so being, <laughs> being I was towards the end, you know, I was able to keep my, nobody else, I guess, yeah, you know, coveted, wants. yeah, nobody coveted beer nuts like I did, right? So, right nobody <laughs> wants the beer nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And, and, and this, in this situation, it's okay to be different, right? It's okay when you're, you have a different like than somebody else because, hey, they, you, you get to keep what you want. So I'll take it. I'll yeah, take it. That's true. I, I think what only two of you actually was like 
oh my god yeah, donuts. yeah 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 the guy stole it from him i think he was a little mm-hmm. hurt about that so yeah he yeah, was because yeah. i think he ended up with like what did he end up with something that he didn't like i know that was it a picture? No, I it wasn't a picture frame. So it, it was something. Yeah, it was I can't something remember what it was. But it was, like, when he looked at it, it was some books. It was a journal, books. and it was like a book or okay. something like that. Okay. Yeah, and he was like, and I, thought, I believe it was like girly, too. So he was like, <laughs> they were like, just give what it is, to your wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so that was so. funny, man. That was that was good stuff, man. Also, um, this past week, we had some, some news come out uh, in the market. Um, I mentioned it before in a previous episode that the – um, CPI report was going to be coming out, and then also the Feds uh, were going to announce what they were going to do to the to the Fed rate. So I think it was Tuesday, the CPI report came out, and it came out good. So it, it showed that uh, inflation is is res- resetting back or going down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the consumer spending has went down, uh, which is allowing inflation to go down. So um, what the Feds have been doing has been working. So we saw a positive um, response when it comes to the mortgage-backed securities and interest rates on Tuesday. So that was good. Rates, you know, now are in the, you know, I would say, you know, most part in the lower sixes right now, which are good because they were, you know, above seven, well over seven, you know, just some, you know, I would say a month ago, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, everything's been trending in the right direction. And then on Wednesday, um, the Fed. Um, they did raise yeah, the they, rate. They, yeah, they raised the, the rate. But what they did was they raised it a, a quarter, or excuse me, a half, a a half point, a point. Yeah, yeah. versus uh Point seven five, which they've been doing. The, the previous three rate hikes have been point um, seven five, and so what that says is, even though they're they're still doing what they've been doing, right? Because we're not there yet when it comes to the inflation numbers. It's just not they're, as aggressive. Yeah, as they're not as being as aggressive mm-hmm. with the rate hikes. So that tells you that what they're doing is working. So they're still going to continue to do it, but they're going to do it at a you know much less of aggressive approach. So that's good. Like I said, the rates have responded positively. Um, you know, because of that. So we're definitely thrilled about that news, like I said, going into 2023. And with all the different things we mentioned before, as far as the the, um, the, uh, the the limits being increased, like, I mean, there's a lot of good positive things going on in the market that should encourage a lot of folks to go out and buy homes now. So I'm definitely encouraged, you know, what's going on in the market right now. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's, uh, that's definitely some good news. I, I hope that, uh, you know, this is all public information. So. Yeah. If you have the time, definitely look into it, read about it, listen to, you know, the different things that come out, listen to our podcast, just so you're up to date as to what's going on. Yeah. I think that's important. Absolutely. All right, guys. So we um, pretty much told you guys what we did the, in this past week, um, but now it's time for exercise your knowledge. So during this segment, what we do is, is we ask you a question regarding to real estate. We want you to keep it at the top, at the back of your mind, the answer. Um, and then later on in the segment, we'll do what? Reveal the answer. Yeah. So today's exercise your knowledge question is, how many times can you use your VA home loan benefit? Okay. This is, this is shout out to all my VA buyers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think folks know what a VA buyer is by now, yeah. right? VA buyer is someone who's active duty military. Um, or someone who's a retired who served enough wartime mm-hmm. um, to be eligible to or utilize. Even, or even someone who's in a, a reservist yep. and has been a reservist for six for years. Six years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have the, the required amount of points to get the VA home loan benefit. Correct. Or someone who is, I mean, I've, I've even seen a spouse mm-hmm. to a retired or, you know, all of the above mm-hmm. who was who who basically passed away yeah and she was able to um 
transfer surviving over that spouse. benefit. Yeah, 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 surviving spouse. But typically, that's not for everybody. That's for a person who served a full 20 years plus in the military. Correct. And that, that woman was also married to him that entire a time. Duration. Yeah. 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 So for those folks who are VA eligible, um, that's a good question. We'll yep. definitely go over the answer uh, later because I think that's something that's a little confusing. I know um, it is because I, I just I, I literally what made me think about this is that I just had this question asked yesterday. OK, so I was doing my calls um, every day. I try to reach out, you know, to some people. And yesterday I was doing my calls and I called one lady and she was like, well, I think I'm going to wait and use, you know, my 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 VA benefit later. I said, oh, OK. So it just made me, you know, want to ask that question. I know we probably mentioned it in the past, but now you're exercising your knowledge. Let's see if you actually remember what was taught. Correct. So. Yeah, and it's funny, like you said, I had that question. Well, not a question per se, but I had someone I had a conversation with about previously. So last week, you know, I had one on to um, Langley Air Force Base, um, you know, for a home buying. I don't say home buying seminar, but just basically speak to the folks about yeah. home buying and mm-hmm. their VA benefit. And so, you know, that was one of the questions that was asked. And so we'll definitely go into detail about the yes. answer yes. Um, here shortly. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys. So today's topic, you know, we're going to switch gears here. We, we were just talking about VA loans, but now we're going to kind of dig into uh, the utilization of rental income and how it can help you qualify for a home. Yeah. So I actually had a conversation um, last night um, with someone and I was talking about my rental property and, um, you know, because I have two doors and it's a duplex, um, even though one of my renters moved out and I'm going through renovations to, you know, get it up and running for um, the next tenant, the other side is still being rented. I still have someone there. And so... Um, I was basically explaining to that person, like, hey, I'm not really losing out. It's not it's not money really out of my pocket because that other side of rent is practically paying for my mortgage. Yeah. And so it was kind of an eye opener for them because they didn't real they didn't think about it that way. Yeah. 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 I, I can understand that. I mean, um, yeah, I have a duplex as well in my portfolio. And you're right. One of the units actually. Um, we got such a good deal on it that one unit is paying for the mortgage and some. Yeah. So yeah. So the other unit is, you know, like yep. I said, that's just gravy on top. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I mean, um, it's it's definitely something that we wanted to talk about today, uh, as far as like when someone is trying to purchase a home. Let's say, for instance, as you mentioned, a duplex, right? So if someone's buying a multi-unit home, mm-hmm. um, you know, we typically, when it comes to qualifying, you will look at what your current debts are, as we talked about before. So what you're monthly obligated to pay. And then whatever that mortgage payment is on that subject property that you're looking at, we'll add that to what you're currently paying on. And then we'll, you know, divide that into your gross monthly income to figure out your debt to income, right? Mm-hmm. And so typically, you know, it needs to be under 45 to 50%. That's kind of like that threshold, you know, where, yeah. you know, we're able to get an approval or not for you. Now, what could help when you're buying something like that? So if you're buying a multi-unit home, so if it's a duplex, which is two units, or a triplex, which is three, or a quad, which is four, is you could actually utilize the rental income that's currently being um, leased in one of those units that you're buying. Mm-hmm. You know, so to if help you're bu- you qualify. To help you qualify exactly. Mm-hmm. So just give you a quick example. So like you mentioned, you know, let's say I know you own yours already, but let's just say if you're buying one 
and one side is vacant and then the other side is being rented, right? And let's say the projected mortgage on that property is gonna be Mm $1,200, right? Then let's say on one side, the side that's already being rented right now, they're paying, let's say, $1,200 in rent, Mm -hmm. right? And then this other side that you're getting ready to buy um, a new home in, or, you know, buy or, you know, maybe fix up or whatever, you may be living yourself, right? Let's say you're gonna live in it yourself. You can utilize that $1,200 lease amount, 75% of that, to offset the mortgage payment, right? So 75% of that is $900, right? So what that means is when we're trying to qualify you, we would typically use that $1,200 payment and count it against, and count against you. your debt-to-income ratio, mm-hmm. right? But we would still count that $1,200 um, against you, but we could also now count $900 in income to offset a great chunk of that. So that's going to allow you to qualify um, and make your debt-to-income look even that much better because mm-hmm. we're not having to count the full $1,200 payment against you. We're only having to count a fourth of it, which yep. is which is huge. I yep. mean, that's huge. So if you're looking at, you know, sometimes you could potentially buy a – a three, four unit or, you know, an amount that you're probably not thinking you qualify for. And when it comes to a multi-unit home, you could buy something that's a lot more uh, pricier than what you probably are thinking just because of if, if there's units that's being rented in there and being able to utilize that rent to offset what that new mortgage payment's going to be. And that's huge. I think a lot of folks don't know that. A lot of folks just think, hey, I got to whatever that mortgage payment is, I got to qualify on that. But if it's already being rented, then you could actually utilize 75% of what that rent amount is to, you know, qualify or to offset that that subject, that new mortgage payment that you're getting ready to take on. So that's huge. Yes, that's real huge. Now, I don't want you to get that um, confused with you buying a house that has a renter and they're moving out and then you're moving in. Correct. So that's, that's different. You won't be able to utilize any of that income towards your payment because Correct. you're now taking over the payment and not receiving income from it. But correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, for, yeah, that's for folks that are, you know, like you said, if they have their leases still going on for like six months, eight months, a year, whatever whatever it is, you know, you're living in one unit, and this is for when you're buying something, to, you know, that you're living in as far as their primary occupancy. You're living in one unit, and then the other unit is being currently rented for, you know, a duration of time. You can utilize that, mm-hmm. you know. And then if you're buying a, a duplex or a multi-unit home, and let's say both units are being rented and you're buying it as a primary occupancy, then you do, you or the listing agent who's listing the property has to notify one of the units that whichever one you're planning to live in, they have to notice, notify them to vacate the property because you do have to occupy the property within 30 days of you closing on that Correct. home. So you could still potentially use one side income to offset the mortgage. You can't use the other one because you you know you can't live in a property if there's already two people living in both mm-hmm. you know one on one side and one on the other. So mm-hmm. and so, buy yeah. it as a primary. Yeah, and buy it now, as a primary. Now you can buy an investment property with both units rented, Correct. but you would be buying it as an investment property. Correct. And I know you're like, well, what's the difference? Well, the difference is the down payment. Mm-hmm. So in your primary home, remember we talked about the different down payment requirements and the different loan products before. Um, for your primary homes, that that's opened up to like your VA loan, your FHA, all of the different programs, conventional. Your investment property um, is going to be pretty much specifically for your conventional loan. For the most part, there are some exceptions, but um, your conventional loan and then the uh, down payment is greater. It's like 15%, um, 25% for your multi-unit. So it, it does have a larger 
uh, down payment requirements. So that's the difference. It's Correct. how you intend to use the property is how we dictate what your down payment is going to be. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And then it's, it's also another way just, you know, obviously we're touching on utilizing rental income to help offset the mortgage payment and have you potentially qualify for more. Um, is there situations where let's say you already own a home, right? Mm-hmm. We call it move up buyer. So let's say you or already move, or move down. Move down or move buyer. down, yeah, exactly. Or yeah, move we down. Got, we got yeah. some older people that you <laughs> they know try to downsize. Yeah, they right. downsize. Don't or they don't. Y'all. Yeah, they, they don't want the steps anymore. I'm, yeah. I'm not even old, and I don't want the steps anymore. <laughs> I'm like, can I have a downstairs master, please? Yeah, yeah. My parents, that's that's what they just did last year. They purchased a new home, and um, it's still a pretty large home. It's actually larger than the home that we grew up in because they've still right. were living in that home. But, but it's, they it's can one, utilize yeah, it's the one, full downstairs yeah, yeah, it's with, with no problem. Yeah, it's yeah. a ranch home. Um, where they, like you said, have one unit. I mean, not one unit, but uh, just you know, d- d- just one story where they mm-hmm. don't have to go up and down the steps anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, what I was going to say is that for our move up or move down buyers, you know, another potential way for you to leverage rental income to help you qualify is let's say you own a home, right? So you living in a townhouse or even a single family or condo home, you own a home, and let's say you're looking to buy something bigger because your family's growing or mm-hmm. you're looking to buy something smaller because you're trying to downsize and not have steps in your home, right? Um, what you can do is if you're able to get the home leased during that time while you're looking to try to buy a home, right? So let's say you get a home under contract or during that time while you're looking to get a home under contract, you can still utilize 75% of that new lease amount that hasn't started yet, but it's going to start as soon as you uh, move out of that home to help offset the current mortgage payment you have, right? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times it's going to be difficult to be able to qualify. Well, it helps offset the mortgage payment for that property. Correct, the current mortgage yeah. payment you have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, a lot of times it's difficult to qualify carrying two mortgages, right? So That's if correct. you're currently paying, let's say, $1,500 a month on your home, and then you're looking to drive by something now bigger, you know, as I mentioned, that's typically normally how it goes. Let's say that new payment is $2,500, right? That's $4,000 a month in mortgage payments alone, mm-hmm. not even considering, you know, other debts that you may have, right? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be hard for you to qualify probably for what you're quali- wanting to qualify for with that amount of your debt-to-income ratio being absorbed through mortgage payments, right? Mm-hmm. So what you're able to do is you're able to utilize 75% of what you rent the home for. So let's say that home that you're currently living in, you can, you know, let's say you find someone who's going to rent it out for $2,000 a month, Right then what that does is 75% of that is $1,500, and that's exactly what you're paying mortgage-wise. So that essentially just counteracts that mortgage payment mm-hmm. totally. So we don't even have to count that payment against you anymore because right. it just it takes care of it because you have a lease in place showing that, hey, you know, within 30 days of me closing on this new home, this home will be leased and it'll be leased for this amount of money. And typically in those situations, all you really need is a copy of the lease, right? Sometimes you may need a copy of like the security deposit, um, you know, if there's something that's outlined in the lease that says, you know, a stipulation here or there um, that is noted or whatnot, you may need something like that. But typically mm-hmm. just a copy of that lease alone, that's that's, that's really good. I mean, I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've had people come to me and they were looking at it from the standpoint of like, hey, man, I can only I'm only going to look for this type of home because, you know, you know, I, I don't think I can carry both mortgages. I don't think I can qualify for this amount. But you know, just being able to know, like, hey, if I rent this property out, this now allows me to buy what I had hoped or what I wanted to purchase because of that. That's huge. I mean, that's 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 a win. So, um, 
you know, rental, you know, that that's just a, an extra piece that a lot of folks don't know as far as rental income and how you can utilize it when it comes to you purchasing a new home. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's good information. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, and then even your folks that already are, let's say you own several properties, right? So let's say you have four, five, you have several properties that you currently own. Two is you could potentially uh, utilize your tax return, right? Because you have a Schedule E on your tax return that's going to show all those properties that you currently own, right? Mm-hmm. And it's going to show how much rent you're receiving for those properties. So we can actually utilize that income that you're paying taxes on to offset the mortgage payments that you're paying the mortgages. And that allows you to continue to qualify for more and more without us having to count those full mortgage payments against you. So that's actually another one as well that a lot of folks don't know about when it comes to leveraging you know, your rental income that you're making on the mortgages or, you know, that you have to allow you to still qualify for you know, what you can qualify for and not have it, you know, severely impact your debt to income ratio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's I mean, that's real good information. Yeah. Real good information for you investors. I mean, when I when I found this out, I was happy to know <laughs> that, you know, I could use that rental income to help qualify. So Yeah. Really good, really, really good information. Oh yeah. <laughs> now what about the so that's for your people who are um who we, we would ask for a lease and everything when it has not, when they have not had a tax year yet, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So you also touched on when they have had a tax year because we'll look at the Schedule E. Correct. Right? Mm-hmm. So did you kind of confirm, like, which one we would use in that case? You're talking about which one? To qualify. On the will Schedule we, E? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Will we use the rental? the lease agreement or will we use what's shown on the schedule e oh we will use what's going what's shown on the schedule e yeah yeah so whatever that's huge shown, so yeah. what what that essentially means is is that some people get a little savvy and they don't actually report the the rents received on the schedule e so if for some reason your schedule e does not match the lease amount when you're reporting it to the irs what we'll do is is use the lease or the lesser of the two yeah so you want to you know, definitely be truthful with the rents received if you're looking to try and buy a house, another house in the future. Correct. You don't want to mislead the, the IRS because then when you're looking to buy, that's what we use when you are an experienced investor. That's true. That's a good point. I'm glad you added yeah. that. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So I hope that um, you guys learning about the utilization of rental income and how it can help you qualify definitely helped you. If you are looking to become an investor or if you're, you know, curious about how that works, um, I hope that was a a little bit of knowledge for you. Now, speaking of knowledge, uh, it is time for us to reveal the exercise your knowledge uh, answer. Okay. So today, earlier in the segment, I asked how many times can you use your VA home loan benefit? And this was a question that recently came up for both myself and Brian. And it's just amazing how, like, there's so many people who don't know. Correct. I mean, I say there's, you know, 10,000 people that listen to this video. There's probably going to be about two or 3,000 people who don't even know the answer to this question. So that's why we do it, because there's some people who do know. But there are that a few stragglers that don't. So, yeah. um, again, how many times can you use your VA home loan benefit? Drum roll. Drum roll. 
right. You actually have to get like a drum roll, like a drum thing. Yeah. You know, that, that, you know, that kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we over here like yeah, beating on Manually the doing it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the answer is, I mean, you can use it multiple times. You're not yes. limited to just using the VA loan benefit uh, one time. It just depends on how much entitlement you have. Correct. Um, no, like you said, I mean, I had a conversation uh, this was, like I said, about a week ago when we, I was on Air Force Langley Base talking to um, a person there who was actually coming up on retirement. And so she was trying to figure out what she wanted to do. She was single. Um, and so I asked her, like, you know, what her current living situation was. And she said she was renting. And I was like, you're renting? For real? You know, she was like, yeah. She, I think she was like 39, about to, about to turn 40. She was almost 20 years in the military. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, why are you renting for? You know, it was like, I wasn't trying to be rude. But I was like, why, you know, how, why haven't you tried to purchase a home for? And so she told me, she was like, hey, you know, I'm single. She was like, um, you know, I was going to wait until I get married. You know, wait, because I, you know, I, I knew she, she thought or she understood that you can only use it one time. So she said she really wanted to get a bang for her buck. She wanted to be buying that home that she felt she was going to be in for a long time. And her forever time. home. Yeah. yeah, forever home. And I was like, well, look, that's not that's not necessarily how it has to work, right? You could actually purchase something now, mm-hmm. live in it, you know, instead of paying someone else's rent. And then, you know, when you move on to purchase whatever, you know, your forever home, you could potentially, depending on how, how much entitlement you have, you could potentially have two different VA loans at the same time, or you could potentially sell that current home um, which will free up your entitlement or restore your entitlement, and you can still buy, you know, that forever home that you want. Um, so, right. I mean, there's different ways that you can go around it, whereas not, you know, you don't just have to wait for that forever home to utilize that VA benefit. Like, I mean, there's people who have two, I know people who have two, even three homes, um, you know, at one time with their VA benefit, you know, b- because mm-hmm. of the amount of time that they have and where the, and how much entitlement was taken up with those purchases. So that really was like a light bulb moment for her. She was like, oh, man. So she was like, I'm here I am sitting here renting this townhouse. Mm-hmm. You know, I could be buying and, you know, I, was, I even gave her like, hey, with you being a single person, what I would do if I could go back and change time, I don't have a VA benefit, but the first property I would have bought would have been a multi-unit home, mm-hmm. right? So I was like, hey, with your VA benefit, you can go buy a quad. You can buy a duplex, you know, as long multi-unit. As you're occupying one yeah, of as long as you're going to live in one of the yeah. units, right? You can live in one of those units, rent out the other one, two, or three of those other units mm-hmm. and make income so that can catapult you. So when now you want to move, you know, to whatever, or your forever home, you know, you now have income producing, uh, income producing property, and you still have more entitlement to utilize for that forever home that you want to buy. So she was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, you know, that, that it was just like it, it changed everything for her when we had that conversation. So yeah, um, yeah. And then hopefully, you know, say say for instance, she does move forward with buying a townhome for now. Mm-hmm. Um, she could turn that property, she could refinance it mm-hmm. into a conventional loan. That's true. That's not free option. up her VA home loan benefit. That's not option. And yep. then purchase with all of her entitlements. So that's another option. That's good. I'm glad you mentioned that. There's so many different ways that you can maneuver. That's why you want to get with a loan officer so they can kind of assist you with your goal. Yep. Um, there's may, there may be some things that you, you're not quite sure, but if you go ahead and reveal, like, what you're looking to do, then, of course, we can try to help you to the best of our knowledge and uh, make sure that you're doing within legal guidelines, but make sure you can do and utilize your home loan to the best of your ability. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. So VA home loan um, benefit buyers. Yes. You could use your home loan benefit more than once. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. It Maybe it used to be that way. Is that why people, like, think that? Like, is it something that was, like, no, back I think... in... 
back in the day, like when you know. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I know ever years since ago, I, <laughs> was it like that? Like, <laughs> I mean, I, ever since I've been originating loans, it's been the way we just talked about. So, yeah, and it's you've been, been originating since the eighties. So. Nah, eighties, <laughs> <laughs> man. I'm just. Playing. I was born in the eighties, man. Like, I came out the womb just like originating loans, hey, like you was like, <laughs> what's the interest rate? <laughs> Nah, nah. I mean, ever since I've been originating loans, I mean, it's been that way. I think, honestly, it's just, you know, when you get into the military, there's a whole bunch of different things that are thrown at you. You, you go through these different, you know, meetings and, and information is being given to you. And a lot of time, the full picture is not explained, That's right? True. So it's like, hey, yeah. you have this VA loan benefit, you can buy a home and get 100% financing. And that's sometimes the extent of the conversation. Yep. And so people are just thinking, their mind automatically is going like, okay, hey, I have this benefit, I'm gonna wait to use this benefit when it really, really means the most to me, right? Mm-hmm. Versus, hey, you can use it now and also use it later on, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's just having the conversation and being educated, honestly, being a, you know, to, to know that, you know? Yep. So, yeah. Yep, all right, so what's upcoming? What we got going um, on? I know for me, I don't really have much going on. This weekend is the final weekend for volleyball. I, I'm, I'm more excited than her because this is the end. <laughs> I get to take a break. But uh, too much a daughter. Yeah, we have a tournament this weekend, so it starts tonight at eight, goes on all weekend, ends on Sunday. Okay. So I'm super excited about that because we get to actually rest. <laughs> until you know middle school volleyball season so i'm actually excited about that um i'm excited to see if they're gonna win i think that it's gonna be a good tournament good turnout it's actually the very first tournament that they've um made before so okay it's gonna be a trial run but we'll get through it <laughs> yeah, well, good luck to your daughter man hopefully yeah. they pull it out that'd be that'd be cool i that'd hope so too i hope i hope we win i, I really do yeah. i mean i don't i'm i'm helping and assisting to the best of my ability i don't really know much about volleyball i go in and help with like the, the conditioning stuff like i give tidbits on that i know when to sub people in and out <laughs> i can do that um i can look up different you know exercises to help practice with you know control and things like that but yeah the, all the terminology and all the little ins and outs basketball i got you football i'm almost there Volleyball, woo! That's at the end. A that's back there. A little tougher. Yeah, that's back. It's 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 ahead of baseball. Okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah. but tucked in the back. Tucked in the back. <laughs> I got you. But it's been fun because my daughter really enjoys it. So yeah, seeing her like light up and like you know extra conversations that we can have now she's like, oh oh you know what I forgot to mention what we started practicing driving. Oh oh my. God, guys. That's got to be scary. <sighs> I still can't believe my little sister. I'm 36. I can't believe my little sister is driving. Like, I remember how terrified I was because me and my sister are eight years apart. So, I can't. Mm. I remember how, how terrified I was with her driving. So, I can only imagine, like, my actual child driving. Like, oh, man. Oh, I just hope time stops so we, when you get to that age and like, it just never happens. Like, uh, I'll take you everywhere. Like, you don't want time to stop. That's, nah, that's, that's not a I good know. thing. I know. I'm just being but, funny. <laughs> yeah. Being facetious. No, but um, so... Last year, it's funny. This is how everything went. Last year, um, my daughter came up to me. Well, yeah, when when she was 12, she came up to me and she was like, hey, when did you start driving, learning to drive? And I was like, oh, I was about 13. And I remember the day. Um, it was, it, we were in Michigan, and it was a snowstorm that day. And for all the Virginians, y'all really don't know what a snowstorm I is. Know. But this was this was like nah, a legit yeah, Michigan, yeah, that, that's blizzard. Different, yeah, okay? that's, yeah, that's a different type of snow. And yeah. <clears throat> I think it was like, 
I remember it, um, my dad had to file his taxes, and he had not done them. And so on this particular day, he, he made it like his deadline day. Like, he made an appointment. He was like, I got to go. And in Michigan, they don't shut – ain't nothing shutting down because of some snow, right? They're going to they gonna bring out the snow plows. They're going to get the snow off the ground. But you're going to continue to have your, your day. You still got to go to work. Still got to do, you know, everything else. Go to school. Yeah. So this particular day, I think it was like a Saturday morning, we get outside. Of course, I, I was, I'm a daddy's girl, so I, I always wanted to – roll with my daddy so he uh he was like okay well you drive and I looked at him and was like I had been asking to drive for I don't know how long so he I was like today you want me to drive today he was like yeah I was like okay so of course it's a blizzard so we're going like three miles an hour but we were we were getting there right so we get all the way there and I actually was kind of scared to drive back home mm. because of you know going there but I ended up doing it and so when my daughter, when she was 12, she was like, hey, she was like, well, can you start to teach me how to drive when I'm 13? So she put a note in her calendar that I said mm-hmm. that I would do that, right? Mm-hmm. So she had been asking me all year, and I kept telling her, no, nah, no, nah, you ain't ready, no. Nah. And now she's getting ready to be 14. So I was like, okay, well, we at the end of 13. I got to <laughs> fulfill what I said, you know? <laughs> Because uh, I never said when at the yeah. age of 13, yeah. right? Because like I'm real technical. Day. No, I didn't been, say that. Yeah, yeah. It could have been day like 364, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, um, we had went to a vision board um, party. And I had brought her with me because, you know, it was a room full of successful uh, African-American women who were there. So I just wanted to her to, her to see that, right? So we get there, we do the vision board, we on our way back home and I and I live like in an area where there's like this this street that goes to my house that isn't heavily used especially at night. And so I was like, okay, you can start here. So she drove us all the way home and when I tell you by the time we got to the house, my I feel like my blood pressure was high. Like <laughs> I I didn't even allow her to park like in the driveway I was like you know what just stop right here we were in the middle of the street I said just stop I put the car in park and then went in and then we tried it a couple times after that and I can say that she did get a little bit better but boy oh boy this is an experience oh my god yeah. I'm not ready yeah, yeah. I thought I was ready but well, I'm not ready well it's good that you're doing it young though I mean I know I felt when I started to drive my dad so it was funny. So my dad started, he introduced me to drive, but my mom really taught me how to drive. So yep. it was That's like, how my, it is. yeah, so my dad, every Saturday morning, you know, my dad worked Monday through Friday a lot, you know, and pretty much. That's, military. Yeah, military yeah. time. You know, Monday through Friday, he was off Saturday, Sunday. So Saturday morning, my dad was always in the garage fidgeting with something. He had a motorcycle. Um, we had a couple of cars, too. He had this old Monte Carlo, and he had this uh, Toyota 4Runner at the time. And so, like, he was always, like, because when it came, like, oil changes and changing tires and, like, brakes and stuff like that, my dad would do stuff like that himself. So he was always doing stuff in the garage or cleaning the garage out or working out or something. So I would always hang out with him. And so a couple of times when he was, like, maybe washing the cars or cleaning up, I was like, Dad, can I drive? Can I drive? And I would ask him, like, every Saturday, every single Saturday, he always tell me, no, no, son, no, no. So one particular Saturday, I was probably about, about 14, he was like, okay, let's go. And so we went, and it was the Monte Carlo. He had this light blue Monte Carlo. It was a real, I used to hate it because it was a real, real long car. So I couldn't, 
I yeah, when I would drive, I couldn't. Like yeah, I couldn't know to. exactly like how far I was from yeah. certain stuff or whatever. It was like when real, real long cars. But um, I know what you're talking about. yeah, so we would drive in the neighborhood. We would drive like we lived in a, uh, a circle or a cul-de-sac. So he would let me drive we in, a in a circle. He said y'all did too. So, no. Oh, yeah, okay, no. okay. <laughs> yeah, a court. You know, a court. Y'all know what I'm talking I about. I know what man. a cul-de-sac is. Trying to give me a hard time. Okay. All right. So yeah, we would live. We live. So you just. Drove My very first time, yeah. <laughs> he was trying to get me to like learn how to turn the steering yeah. wheel, how to hit the brake and the gas and stuff. So I was kind of learning how to do that. And then he took me out like throughout the residential neighborhood, you know what okay. I mean? And then we, we started doing that or whatever. But I did that a couple of times with my dad. And then I got to the point where I was like getting ready to turn 15. And I was supposed to be, you know, getting ready to take my learner's permit test. So then my mom, my dad was so busy, my mom would take me up to the elementary school because my sister was in elementary school at the time. Mm -hmm. I was 15 and my sister was probably like 7, 8. So what she would do is she would take me to elementary school and let me go over the speed bumps and let me just like go through. It was like a big circle. The school was like the bus, like the little bus route circle. And so she would just continue to let me do that like every day. We did that every day for like a couple of weeks and um, I really got it down and then she like took me like to like you know, every now and then she would say, hey, she had to go to the grocery store. She would say, hey, you drive. You know, and the grocery store is probably like two miles from our house. Yeah. It was in the same, like, we had a grocery but store in our still neighborhood. A good but it was like she slowly, yeah. they slowly let me get into it. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, that really helped. And I felt like, you know, because I know some people who don't start getting le- learned. Like, to me, I learned how to drive, and then I just took the behind the wheel and, and the test, and, you know, and that just kind of like I was able to now get the paper for me to drive versus some people, they don't learn how to drive at all. And the first time they actually start driving is when they're behind the wheel doing that, you know, to try to get their license. And to me, that's not how you should go about My it. My husband, <laughs> he learned how to drive when he was 18. 18, wow. Yes. Wow. He wow. basically went into the military. Well, I ain't going to say he didn't. Let me take that back. I don't think he learned how to drive when he was 18, but that was when he got his license. So gotcha. to me, if you're not actively driving with a license, you and to, to this day, yeah. to this day, I am scared to be in a car with him. <laughs> for real? <laughs> wow. As a passenger? As a passenger, for real. What? Yeah. <laughs> Does he drive fast or something, or just out of control? or? I don't know. I don't know if this, because he's, he's his his trade, he's a navigator, so I don't oh. know if he just used to driving boats. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cars just say his thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, <laughs> but, man, all the time. All the time. I'm so scared. Scared for my life. Oh, wow. You know how for me to be comfortable in a car with you, I got to go to sleep. I have a hard time sleeping Mm. with people when they're driving. Mm -hmm. Because for for the most part, realistically, I'm not really the passenger too much because, you know, he's deployed a lot and all that stuff. So, but man, oh, man. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -mm. Mm. So definitely... Teach your kids early because yeah. I was like, I don't want her to drive like that. Yeah, kudos, kudos to you teaching her. Like I said, I, I had that same experience, <laughs> man. And actually, my first vehicle that I drove ended up being a stick shift. It was a manual drive. So, you know, my dad ended up passing down a truck. Never drove a stick shift. For yeah, my my so I, obviously the first I ride vehicle, motorcycles, and obviously that's a, a manual type of drive. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, with the clutch and everything. Yeah. But like the my first vehicle that I that I, my dad handed down to me was a truck and it was a stick shift so I, it was crazy I learned how to drive an automatic and I had my license and then the first vehicle that was like my, my dad said okay hey now you can drive this vehicle was a stick shift so I had to learn how to do that uh, which actually wasn't that bad I mean it's just you know just switch every time you switch oh, every yeah. time you get to a certain speed you switch gears that's cl- actually what I was telling um so it was funny because that was the very first lesson that we talked about right mm-hmm. we talked about the the, the pedal the uh, yeah, brake and the gas point. right yeah, yeah. and so she was like well 
why doesn't your car, you know, she started asking about the stick shift. And, right. I, and I started explaining to her, like, you know, when you get to a certain amount of RPMs, like in a stick shift, that's when you would, yes, you, know, yeah. you know, we went yes. through that whole little spiel of, and we talked about, like, what all the signs mean with the, with the, with the road um, lines mean, mm-hmm. different colors when they're dotted versus when they're solid and all that stuff. So she, that's cool. she she's learning. That's she's cool. learning. Every time we get in the car, she asking questions. I'm like, girl. <laughs> this ain't the time, but it is the time. Yeah, but it's it, like, yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I hear you on that. That's that's cool, but, man. Yeah. That's cool. That's so cool. Besides so, that, um, I I got to get some last minute gifts, some, mm-hmm. just a few more Christmas things. Stuff, but yeah. um, I'm ready for the holidays, so we don't really have much going on. This is pretty much like we're in the we're coasting, coasting into, into the, Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't got much going on this weekend either. I know today um, we just went live, so one of our um, properties that we purchased a couple months ago um we were going to keep it as a rental but then brooke and i talked about it we changed it up and we're actually uh, going to sell it so it went live today um right before the podcast started i was looking at the pictures oh yeah Excuse it me. looks really nice yeah, it looked really nice i was yeah. showing sophia it as well man it looks really nice so um i'm excited to see hopefully we can maybe get some uh you know some christmas love and uh and get that bad boy on the contract so i'm excited about that uh, my son's going to a birthday party on saturday um, so that should be pretty cool. He's always excited about that, you mm-hmm. know, hanging out with his uh, his classmates and everything, especially since um, school for him is going to be over today for a couple of weeks. So, you know, that'll be like kind of their last hurrah with, uh, with a lot of his classmates. Um, we're doing a dinner with Santa on Tuesday, so that's pretty cool. Looking how do you know how that works? Like, how what is it? I don't like, know. Like, through it's, the school? No, or? it's no. this is uh, just locally. So oh, it's okay. at the Founders Inn. Yeah, it's in Virginia Beach. Um, we were looking at trying to find. Oh, okay. Yeah, we the were looking. Founders Inn is on. Um, it's on River Road. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we were looking. I always at, get that in Wesleyan mixed up, but they have that same look. Okay. The same yeah. building, you yeah, know, like I, I in that same area. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I like mean. it yeah. looks so so much the same. So yeah. yeah, we were looking at trying to find. You know, obviously with them being out of school next week, just trying to find some activities for them to still be able to mm-hmm. do, and you know, obviously them being centered around Christmas, so. You know, I think we're going to go to the aquarium one day to see some lights. We're going to do the, the dinner with Santa one evening. Um, I'm going to probably try to take now to a, my old high school basketball game. Like the old, my old high school I played basketball at, I think they have a basketball game next week. And um, one, of my good, one of my good buddies, he's the, uh, the coach there. Oh, okay. um, so I was going to try to take him out there as well. So, you know, try to do some stuff with the kids or whatnot. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like you said, coasting into the uh, – Coaching into the holiday, man. You know, kind of relax a little bit, unwind, kind of get my mind prepared for 2023. Yeah, because we got a lot of stuff coming up in 2023. Whole bunch. That first month is already. I mean, for me, I got two, pretty much two, two things on a calendar that are, you know, kind of big. So yeah, yeah, that's good. I'm excited. (laughs) Definitely excited. That's good. All right, so um, we we definitely appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. But you know, we always got to end with a quote of the day. Yeah. So you want to um, take the? Yeah, I'll take the honors. Okay. All right. Um, so this quarter today, like I said, I know a lot of people, you know, always you know are striving for success. So you know, we just kind of wanted to give some, uh, you know, some wise words about what success looks like and and, and what that journey looks like. So mm-hmm. it says, don't aim for success if you want it. Just do what you love and believe in, and it will come naturally. So yep. you know, if you do what you love, do what you believe in. You know, that's what success is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not always necessarily a destination. It's 
it's the act of you doing what you love and what you were, mm-hmm. you know, what your what your purpose is here on the Because you won't even see it coming. Correct. If it's something that you love, it'll Correct. just happen. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, um, that's all the time that we have for you today. Please follow us on IG and uh, Facebook. My Instagram and Facebook is SKB underscore mortgage. Brian's is. Yep, it's uh, B Roystar. Uh, and my name is Brian Royster. So you can find me on Facebook there. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to our podcast, and we will see you next week. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>